Good evening, Jules fans, and welcome back to Jules and the Blood Injury Time podcast. Me and Boz are back for the Christmas back again, special. Yeah, we've got decorations up, haven't we? Yeah, the tree's up, and it's kind of Jules themed, really. Yeah. Um, my boys have absolutely chucked a load of blue and white tinsel. I still think it looks better than what we did last year. Yeah, you can't really see a tree, to be fair. It's just a <laughs> mass. blue and white mess. Blue and white mess. Um, yeah, Boz, first time we've done one of these in a while. Um, I'm pretty much in the same position as I was this time last year. Yeah, you, well, you literally are, yeah. yeah. About this time last year, you had your work for Christmas party, you were hammered. Yeah. And you were on crutches. This time around, you've got a cider and you're on crutches. Yeah. The crutches this time is for the op from what happened last year. And so we've not really seen much of each other, have we? Cause no. Uh, I've been taken care of by Rach, yeah. who gives better bed baths than you. So She does, but then I'll carry you shopping a bit better. So. Well, there you go. It's all about strengths and weaknesses, isn't it? <laughs> um, right, so the last time we recorded a pod was back in October, and the following day we beat Oxford 3-1. Seems a long time ago now. And I think you could describe our form from then is patchy, to say yeah. the least. Um, following on from the Oxford game, we went on a run of five league games in a row without scoring a goal and losing all of them. good times, aren't they? <laughs> but then it gets better. We come back and uh, beat Crew 1-0 in November, scraped through in the FA Cup against Woking and then drew against Charlton and Lee and beat in Wimbledon and then we went out the FA Cup to Exeter. Probably the poorest performance I've watched this season. That that annoyed me. Yeah. It was so bad. We gave them goals, didn't we? Yeah, we gifted them the lead in that one, to be fair. The annoying thing for me on that one was we actually started the game well and looked as if, you know, we should be putting the game to bed. Got to half hour and then... And then we just stopped playing, didn't we? Yeah, and... Yeah, they they deservedly won in my opinion. And cool, yeah, they did, and I mean they were on a bit of form at the time, and I'm not sure what their form's like now, but um, they were up there in League Two, and they made us look silly. It's not like we put reserves out. The only thing that took away from the angle was they didn't get a decent third round draw. Yeah, that is true. Everyone on Twitter was adding a one. This is year we're going to get Man United away because we can't go. Well, uh, Man United. A big team. Well, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we digress. Um, yeah, so we lost against Exeter, but then bounced back and beat Bristol Rovers away and Swindon at home. And then the past few games, we've lost again and we haven't looked great against. Well, Cambridge, we don't crashed out of the well, Papa I, John's trophy. I watched the Arsenal game this year and that was the first one of the end games I've watched in three You only watched that because you was on because annual I, leave, Yeah, you? I was off work and I thought, why not? <laughs> yeah, and then the last two league games we've played, again, we haven't looked great against Doncaster and Accrington. You've missed I have, both yeah, of them. You, <laughs> you paid for Doncaster, I'll let you have my login for Accrington and yeah. your report back wasn't great. No. <laughs> Even Matt struggled to dress up the uh, Doncaster the one. The Doncaster one for me was the worst of the season. It was just absolutely awful. 15% possession, first half. Second half, we come out, yeah, we got a goal. They grabbed one straight back, and we only had one shot on target, which was the goal. And yeah, against. I only see the goal. I think Carl Dempsey put it on Instagram. Oh, I wasn't the uh, Doncaster, that was Accrington. No, he scored against Doncaster. It was Doncaster, yeah. Dempsey yeah. put his Instagram yesterday. I think it was the first time I've seen it. So, we got Rochdale tomorrow. Um, so, at the start of the, well, after the midweek game, I think I texted you and said, uh, buzzing for our annual drubbing at Rochdale. Mm. And then I've just said, you off in the tea news for tomorrow. And uh, we knew Graham was going to be out. We knew it was pretty likely Samuel was going to be out. But now Ogilvy's probably out. And Trey Quill is travelling, but he's also probably out. So, yeah, let's spend £10. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's hard to get motivated at the moment. I mean, just for the fact that we're not going. But the... And 
Well, I mean, to it's it's different when you're the, watching um, it on. The game's been called off as well. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. yeah, that's because of COVID. So this isn't is it? it now for we're gonna have like a week off after. Yeah, we got a game on the 29th, Northampton away, then Plymouth away on the second of Jan. But um, I don't know about you, but for me this season, you know, when we go when we're in the ground, we play shit. It's frustrating for me. It's more frustrating watching it on iFollow and us being shit. I kind of yeah because. You get a bit of a more broader view. Is that the right way of putting it? Yeah. So you can see the silly little mistakes like, I haven't seen anything drive down from the other night, but every single person has said it was a joke. Oh, I was fuming. I mean, I, I don't, I don't like picking players out, but when I saw the starting lineup and saw he was starting centre back, I didn't think, oh, he's the go. only one this season. Where you I just haven't really taken it to. To Rach at the time, I was like, oh, drives down starting centre back. But I will say, to be fair to him, I, I did think he he did actually have a good game up until that moment. But that moment was just comical. Just, he literally pretty much ran past the ball, fell over. <laughs> <laughs> and even the cross comes back out. And he's, I don't know how long he was on the floor for, but on the highlights, he, he's only just kind of running back towards where the ball's come out for before they've delivered it for their second. But yeah, I, I don't like digging players out. And... But I will say in fairness that any that I do dig out or don't think are playing well, if they play good, then I'll praise them as well. But, yeah, I don't feel comfortable with him at centre-back, in all honesty. I do think that possibly both Coventry boys will get recalled in January. Yeah, see, Eccles is a weird one because... Eccles, when I've watched him, I either think he's really good or I don't know it's him. Yeah. I don't think there's much of an in-between with him. He's quite similar to Robertson. When... Robertson is one hundred percent getting recalled, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, Evan said about he got he has second game itis. Or did yeah, you see that that's interview? not a good sign when <laughs> your manager's saying that, and he's just still young, isn't he? Yeah, he's only twenty, isn't he? Something um, like that. You know, I mean, I know he's only made like a couple of sub appearances for them, but this is League One. You know. But during them games that I spoke about, something remarkable happened. Do you know what it was? Mm, involving probably... someone playing 90 minutes. Playing 90 minutes? Well, it wasn't Jacob Mellis, because he only seems to be able to do 45. I think it's the first time he's ever played 90 minutes for us, and I don't think he's been back since. Oh, um... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Matty Willock. Matty Willock. See, I always forget he played... He's definitely gone in January. Yeah, he's definitely gone, isn't he? He, he's just uh, one Evans took a chance on it that sadly hasn't worked out. Yeah, he come with such high acclaim, didn't he? Released by Man United. Um, Both his brothers are doing well higher up. Yeah, um, but he's just always been injured, really, hasn't he? But even when he's played, I just I don't see what he offers. Like we saw him, in, I know it was only pre season, but last year back at Faversham, and he was getting forward, he was controlling the game. Well, I haven't seen any of that at all. Yeah, he, I mean, he's just, I, I don't know how many appearances he has made for us, but he just always it's, seems to I'll be I'd be injured. surprised if it's anything more than about 20. Yeah. Maybe, probably not maybe even no, that. probably yeah, not even that, no. Probably not even that. Um, so we get into the halfway point of the season then, with around about mid-table, like we've just said, patchy form at best. Where do you kind of see it going for the rest of the season? I think before the season started, I think I said ninth. Going on how we've gone, I think probably 11th, 12th. It's a very open league again, isn't it? Like Even now, we've had a couple of bad results, but you're probably only two results away from being in playoff contention again. Yeah. It's, it's an odd league. No one seems to be really taking control. No, I think that's a, a fair point as well. It's just, like you say, I think we're going to go on game like unbeaten game runs like we had have done and then run another one where we're getting beat so I think that's probably just how the season's kind of gonna pan out but I, I suppose January is important as to I was gonna who ask he gets you rid about of January but... like off the top of your head departures who do you think I think Willock like yeah. we've said I wanna I think maybe Drysdale as well I don't think Eccles oh, I think the game was a goner. He's not been in the team, has he, since oh, uh, was it Exeter? He didn't even play in the, um, no, the Papa John's trophy game, did he? Half of the bench, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he named four subs. 
So yeah, he's probably gone. Um, I think there's a case for most of Aloneys to be getting recalled. Even Coyle has little fits and starts, doesn't he? But I just yeah. wonder if Arsenal might recall him and maybe send him out to, I don't know, maybe League Two's a little bit too low for him. I think like a top-end League Two club maybe there, where he'll play all the time. The thing is, when Trey Coyle has played, I think he's looked all right. But I think with our lone players, they're all quite young, which, yes, they was last year. But I think in some of their play, it comes across that they're young, they're naive, and they've not necessarily had the experience. Like Medley and Coyle, they've not... Or did, did one of them... Was one of them on loan before, but a bit lower down? No, I don't think no. either of them have been, no. So it's their first taste of football. And like, Medley to one who I think has been a success after after a poor start yeah. in the first couple of games. But he, he looked dodgy but, when he came on against Donny the other day as well. Yeah, he's back to the Medley he was at the start. Well, he's going to have to play centre-back tomorrow if Ogilvy's out, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Or maybe make Homer <laughs> and make an appearance. <laughs> um, I still think we need an experienced centre-back. I've said that for the last couple of months now. Mm. That's... And one thing I think Evans didn't do right in the summer was, yeah, we went for the youngsters, but really, we just need that one experienced head just to talk them through. Like, when we're 1-0 up, don't do anything silly. Yeah. See, for me, Tucker's made a few mistakes recently, which is unlike him. And is it the fact that, um, you know, he hasn't got Aimer next to him, he hasn't got an experienced... Yeah, all of a sudden, he's kind of playing that role, isn't he? Yeah, and the fact that, you know, we chop and change the defence all the time, it's never never the same. I mean, he's probably... He would have parted Meg Homer, Medley, Ogilvy, Drysdale, Drysdale, McKenzie. McKenzie in the early days, yeah. So he's partnered five people already when he's gone from Max Amar alongside him, game in, game out, to having five different centre-backs. Um... Yeah, so there are benefits to having you a young team. You mentioned Ogilvy, but again, he, he's going from left-back to centre-back, isn't he? Yeah. See, I quite liked it when he was back in the middle and Medley was come out to left and he was doing all right, but then Medley got injured and, again, it's been... No, left-back again, O'Connor, it's been very hit and miss, hasn't it? Yeah, again, against Donny, struggled massively against... Um, is another Southampton lonely Josh Again, Sims. is that to do with Max Aymar though? He would have been sat in between him and Jack Tucker. Yeah. But bright sparks for the past few games. Mackenzie. Dempsey. Dempsey, yeah, Dempsey. Bloody, he covers every blade of grass. He's, he's, he's just the everywhere. one that I got excited about in the summer. And again, he had a bit of a slow start, didn't he, with injuries. And, but he's scoring goals now. and He seems to be almost like trying to take the game on now himself. Mm. Um, Mackenzie, yeah, I think unsung hero, probably yeah. uh, the most, one of the more underwhelming signings in the summer. Yeah, a bit similar to um, like the way he's performed to Alfie Jones last year, where he came in and labelled as like more of a defender, weren't he, when he first signed for us? And then, like Alfie Jones, he's kind of played that CDM role just to perfection, really. And you said earlier about. Um, uh, what's the echoes going on unnoticed and I think them type of players in a CDM role if you don't notice them miss like we used to say about Aaron Morris didn't we you knew he was having a good game if we weren't talking about him yeah I think that's the sign of a good CDM is like you can appreciate what they're doing but sometimes you don't notice them because you know they're keeping everything ticking along in there but it'd be good to get Graham back Samuel back and hopefully get some experienced players in. You know, you mentioned Samuel there, another one who's been hit a mid- While we don't play him down the centre every game, we need to get out of this playing on the left or on the right. He's our best natural finisher. I know Oliver's been decent and I've been really impressed with him, but we need another winger. So we can have Graham and hit another winger on each side, Samuel in the middle with Oliver. Akindi, sadly, again, I think an experiment's probably not going to work out. Yeah, I mean to be again to be fair to Akinde, he's you know he's not scoring, but when we went on that unbeaten run, he he, yeah, he did feature his part, he? Yeah. heavily and he played his part, and you you just wanted to grab a goal, but I, I'm the same as you. I just think I don't think it's gonna work. I think he's always gonna be the one that Evans hooks off yeah. first out of the strikers. So when the, it's getting to the fifty fifth, sixtieth minute and the ball's going up, he's he probably knows that his 
Race's run, isn't it? I, don't, I think, I don't know if it was Exeter, maybe. I think you were at Rach's, and I think I texted you, and it might have been Exeter, and I said, we were losing, I know it was 2-1 at the time, and you've got a kidney on the bench, and there's no sign at all of him coming on. If you're losing, you've got strikers on the bench, they need to be busting a gut in front of a manager and say, I want to get on, come on, get me on, make a difference. It just makes me wonder if Evan just doesn't have that belief. Yeah. just hasn't worked out for him, sadly. Probably doesn't help that the season was cut short last season because he would have got better as games went on. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know in terms of finances whether he's on a big dough or not, but... Well, did you see the post in the Facebook page? No. I think it was by Mark, Mark your mate Martin. Um, Bronco. Yeah. I see something on Twitter the other day. I think he's a Stevenage fan. He put, he'd found a website with players' wages on, basically, or averages, roughly, estimates. And Martin put in the group, right, anyone want to hazard a guess at our top three earners? And uh, if that's to believe, I'm not saying it is correct, but I'm sure it said 2,700 a week, which is a lot of money for someone who the manager doesn't trust. Yeah, and they scored two goals yeah. in the nearly a year now. I mean, January's coming, and did you see the other day where Evan said there is money to spend? I think Scully said it as well. Oh, right. Okay. There is a bit of money to spend, which makes me think, surely the loans are going back. Yeah, I mean, that's what kind of happened last year, wasn't it? You know, how many of the loan signings that he made then got sent back in January? Because you had Yakubiak, you had Njoli that went back early. Yeah. There's probably a few more off the top of my head that probably went back as well. Jones, O'Connor and... Ollie Lee. Ollie Lee, yeah. Those those early ones? Yeah, because then we, we sent back... Could be and Johnny and replace them with Roberts and Graham, didn't we? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, so to be fair to Evans, I, I suppose if it's not working, he's not afraid to. It's probably best for all parties as well if they go back if they're not going to play. Eccles has just signed a new contract with Coventry, hasn't he? So I wonder if maybe he will get sent to maybe a bottom half Championship club. Yeah, possibly, but hopefully we um. We get a result at Rochdale tomorrow, who I can't stand. No, I, I, know, I know he's not there anymore, but Keyfield. Yeah. Oh. Wilbraham and... Uh, Calvin Andrew. Calvin Andrew. Ian, Ian Henderson is yeah, now Salford. Yeah, too. Yeah, a horrible team over the last few years. Probably up there for me, a team I hate the most, along with Wimbledon. Just horrible to play against. <laughs> I don't hate Wimbledon. I just think our players hate playing against them. I just hate their manager, Wimbledon's manager, and that, oh, that they always just seem to get a just rubber to, to green. Seem to always beat us and always seem to stay up. But this year we broke our Tuesday night league game hoodoo that stretched, what, like 16 games over five years? Yeah. And we beat them, so have that Glenn Hodges. <laughs> right. Shall that we? was quite a football chat, that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long we've been going. Nearly 20 minutes of football talk. Talking football. Now for the silly stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> last Christmas... Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to try yeah, with a lyric. about it. <laughs> At last Christmas, we obviously done a Christmas pod, and the theme was, was it the best player from the past... Is yes, it came up on my memory today. It was best player two from the... from the past, two from the present, and one realistic transfer. Oh, yeah, to make a five-a-side team, yeah. wasn't it? As in the the Christmas Carol. The, yeah. Yeah. That's where we went with it. Whereas yeah. this year, we just thought, fuck it. <laughs> the, the rest of the year's been shit. Yeah, let's Let, end it. Let's go with our worst 11 over the last 20 years. And we've done that on the basis because we've only been supporting you since two thousand. Two? Yeah, 2002. And I mean, it's 2020, isn't it? So it's, easy, it's an easy number, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So it'll fit in quite nicely. So we put um, posts out on Facebook and Twitter asking for nominations in each category. There was quite a few. I mean, the striker one. Positions. Jesus Christ. Striker, there was like <laughs> 48 or something different <laughs> names 50 maybe i think and one, one of them strikers was an absolute dead sir yeah 
Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to go position by position, but cheers to everyone that got involved. It, it, it brought up some uh, good memories and some not so good memories. Yeah, it? and there was a lot of names that we forgot along the way. So Some surprising ones and some harsh ones yeah. too. So what we're going to do, we go position by position, we discuss a few names that got mentioned, we discuss our ones that we thought... Um, when first discussing it and putting your ideas together. Because we've, a couple of times down the years, we've had evenings where we've just been texting each other like, oh, do you remember so-and-so? He was crap, weren't he? Yeah. And it was just like, even we struggled with a couple of positions. Um, And then we will let you know who got the Twitter vote for each position. So, we start off between the sticks. Yeah. Um, bit of a difficult one, I thought, because we grew up with like Bartram and Jason Brown, didn't we? Steve Banks. Yep. And uh, then Tony Bullock come along. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we were first discussing it, I think the first thing you said is lists like el- just 11 names. 11. Yeah. And I think Bullock was in one of that first 11. <laughs> yeah. But I see your Tony Bullock. I-, I see there was a couple there that got close, yeah. And I raise you Tommy Forecast. See... As much as I thought Tommy Forecast was hilarious at Burton away, where the ball literally trickled a yard in front of him and he watches the guy tap it in, he only played like twice for us. Yeah. I, think, I think the other one was um, against Preston in the FA Cup. He came on for Nelson, I believe. He came on against Accrington when we won the league because um, Nelson got sent off and James Beatty scored the penalty against him. Yeah. I don't know if he then played a cup game. Oh, he, yeah, sure he would have played the following game because Nelson was yeah. suspended. And then Burton, the last day. Yeah, which uh, we, we had a great day that day and Tommy Forecast goalkeeping was part of that reason. Yeah. So but yeah, at the time when we brought him in, and he just signed like a five-year deal with Southampton. He signed a, a long-term deal. and Wasn't it his deal thanks deal with Gareth Bale as well, didn't they? I think you're right, yeah. they. Um, I think Spurs had to give him a youngster or something, didn't they? Something like that, yeah. There was something in, with Gareth Bale moving from Tottenham uh, yeah, from Southampton to Tottenham. To it. Yeah. Um, so Tony Bullock, Tommy Forecast, and I think the other one that got a lot of mentions was Kelvin Jack. Yeah. Who was just injury prone, basically. Yeah, um, another one ability wise, he was probably about our level, but yeah, injury wise, he was just never around, was he? Is there any of the nominated keepers that made you think, hang on a minute, how's he got a mention? Uh, I think you mentioned Lance Cronin, which I thought another one like Forecast, he barely played for us. Ross Litney, I thought, was a tad harsh, but I suppose he was involved in the uh, heavy defeats in League Two, wasn't he? Yeah. He didn't get a single vote. He got nominated, but he didn't get a single vote. Um... Tom, Tom Hadler, for me, was a harsh one. Yeah, he played like two games for it. I mean, I think we conceded three goals in both end games, didn't we? So, yeah, something like that. And then there was, again, some name, Charlie Mitten I've never heard of. Charlie Mitten I'd heard of, but only through playing champ manager during the day. And then What's that one with the two that are really close? What, that's, what, Alan Julian and Scott oh. Flinders? See, Julian's a bit harsh because he was deputy for Royce for a little while, wasn't he? Yeah, and he didn't he. He played quite a lot of games as well, Julian. I think. Yeah, he had two seasons. I think as number one. Like Flinders didn't get on loan from Barnsley. He just joined from Chelsea. I don't know. Or the other way around. Flint was Flinders the season where we had about eight I'm different. Thinking, yeah, when we had Lars Hirschfield is also mentioned. Which, yeah. I mean, I I I knew that we. I think he had a bald head. He did have He was Canadian as Yeah, well. he was Canadian. Another one from Tottenham. But then um, I think he only played once or twice. And That's the season we had like Dean Brill, wasn't it? Like, yeah. I see Randolph's in there. It's absolutely stupid that season. Um, we had Nico Vasson who was good. And I oh, think that was the year we ended up with Royce, didn't we, at the end of that season? Yeah, yeah on loan at first and then we signed him permanently. So anyway, the vote was uh, put out and making the final two was Tommy Forecast and Tony Bullock. And the winner with fifty three percent was. It was Tony Bullock. Oh, that was close. No, Tony Forecast. Oh, I'm looking at that one above. Oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> we're only on the goalkeeper. Yeah, Tommy Forecast won. <laughs> so you would have went Bullock rather than Forecast then. Oh uh, yeah, because I saw more of Bullock and 
he, he was prone to drop one or two, wasn't he? Mm. Right. I thought you might have laughed more about it. I thought that was a good line. <laughs> to be fair, I was concentrating on what I was doing. I was thinking more of the next position, right back, because we know who won the right back slot. And yeah. I included this person as a bit of, you know, a bit of light heart. We're, we're not banter. convinced this person was even a defender. No. Well, we we start with... Shall we say who won? Shall we just skip straight to that part and then discuss? Yeah, go for it. So Based on one performance, really. It was Luke Naylor that said Ollie Muldoon for his performance against Bolton. So we included him thinking, yeah, we'd we put him in there. He's not going to win. And he ended up winning the right-back slot. Comfortably. Yeah, <laughs> very comfortably, which, as you say, he wasn't when we both a thought, defender. Am I right? We both went Duncan Jupp. Yeah, we both said Duncan Jupp. Absolutely on four he was. Straight away. Um, but then we was talking about it, because we know the game in question. But then I'm also wondering whether he did actually play right-back that game. Didn't you think he was right-mid? Well, I thought that... Because he was marking Philip Morace, wasn't he? Who I which, thought was a right winger. And I thought he was a right winger, which would then indicate that Muldoon was like left wing back or left back. But this was, was Muldoon was his Pennock days. Yeah. So when he used to just put everyone's name in a pot and go, right, this week you're playing. Well, it kind of sounds like what this team is, to be yeah. fair. So we both said Duncan Jutt. Um but Ollie Muldoon, who's not a right-back, and we're not even convinced, played right-back in... I think me and Matt take some of the blame for him getting signed, because we were raving about him after that game against the Belgians. Oh, right. When he was a trialist. I think he played right-back and then sent the mid that day. We were raving about him. We were wrong. So, the final four that got to the final was Sean Cloessy. Yeah, he was one of mine. I just always thought he was likely to get carded. Dale Tong, who I vaguely remember Tong. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say if he was good or bad. I think he didn't play that much. Tony Sinclair, who I didn't mind Tony Sinclair. I didn't like him. I didn't mind him at centre back. I didn't like him at right back. And then the winner was Ollie Muldoon, with fifty one percent. So he was the fans' choice, but our choice, without a shadow of a, a doubt, is Duncan Jupp. Slow and boring and got beaten all the time. He was rubbish. You're talking about yourself. <laughs> I don't get beaten enough for my liking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's a, that's a whole different subject. It is cool past ten at night, so we're all right. We're <laughs> past the nine o'clock watershed. Yeah, because I'm sure there's a lot of children yeah. listening to this. They're well-renowned for tuning in <laughs> to us. Um, left back then. Our immediate choice... What did we say? Left back. I think I struggled with left back. I think, didn't you say Craig Armstrong? Craig Armstrong was the only one I could think of that was really poor. Because I think at the time I thought he'd be good. Because he came in that season when Scully came out and went, well, yeah, we're going for the playoffs and we signed. I won't mention certain names because we might come across them later on in this, but mm. we signed a few players that year and he was like, yeah, we're going up. First game of the season, we had fireworks and we got relegated. Um, yeah, Craig Armstrong was pants. Yeah, to say that. And least. thanks to Under the Cost podcast with Mark Crossley, I know Craig Armstrong can't swim. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> little fun facts for you there. Um, other names, there were some names in the left-back category that I thought was quite harsh. Bradley Garmston. I was going to say, Garmston, just on his injury record. And then Joe Martin, who, you know, at the end of the day, he left under a, a bit of a cloud. but Which he, I think he, is why he's in there. Yeah. That's what I said as well to someone on Twitter. But at the end of the day, he won League Two with us and got in the... Scored some good goals as well for us. And he got in the team of that season, didn't he? He was... um, He fell into that category of a lot of modern defenders, didn't he? Going forward, he was decent enough, but defensively, he was rubbish. Um, And then other names that also stand out, Gary Borodell. (laughs) He was on trial for about a year, wasn't he, Borodell? He seemed like he was always playing in friendlies or reserve Mm. games. I don't think we ever actually signed him. I don't know. I don't know if we... Well, did we sign him on a short-term deal? It might maybe? have been a short-term one, yeah. I only remember him playing friendlies and that. And then 2017-18, Conor Ogilvy, that, that one made me chuckle did, uh, a bit. 
I think I said to you, like, I think I said that to you actually. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Paul Konchesky, that's the one that you kind of... Yeah, he started all right, didn't he, when we thought we were going to be good. So in the final three, remarkably, was Joe Martin. 2017-18, Conor Ogilvie. <laughs> and then the overwhelming winner was Craig Armstrong with 75% of the vote. So, so far, forecast, Ollie Muldoon and Craig Armstrong. It's already screaming, this team's going to concede a lot of goals and we're going to need some good strikers. Yes. So, joining them at centre-back, what was... I think my first choice was Josh Gowling. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was struggling a little bit to come up with him. And I remember him being another one. He was good on loan. And then we signed him and he just went to pot. He was, I think he was captain for a little bit in that Hess season. Yeah. Not long before, you know, we started doing this a few weeks ago, I'd watched... Um, the season highlights of that season with him at the back and he just made so many mistakes and was at fault for so many that goals. That was the season, like the 5-4, the 7-4, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just ridiculous amount of goals we conceded that season. Who was your choice for a centre-back? Well, Josh Gowling, for, like I said, it was fresh in the mind after watching that highlights thing on YouTube. Um and it wasn't until a few names were mentioned that you thought, oh, yeah, he he was rubbish. Chris Hurd. Oh, Chris Hurd. Josh Pass. Chris Hurd, right? The only football player that's ever been compared to me and somebody said, who would be better playing? I think it was Matt. Who would be a better centre-back, Boz or Chris Hurd? And I won. That's how bad he was. <laughs> and he was carrying a bit of timber as well, he, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Um, didn't he have that record where he, every time he played, he didn't win? And then he come on as a sub at half time against someone and we won and Matt was out of that don't count so he didn't start the game. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Pass, he was good at volleyball. Yeah. And wrestling. Yeah. He gave away a few penalties in a row, didn't he? And then he did. was pretty much bombed out after that. Um a few harsh ones thrown in. Leon Leg. Yeah, no, I liked Leg. I thought he was absolutely solid. Um Matt Lawrence, would you say that was harsh or not? Um, again, he was part of that season, I think, wasn't he, when we conceded a lot of goals. Yeah. And then... He had a really bad barnet, didn't he? Who, Matt Lawrence? Yeah. Yeah, he did look a bit like a tramp, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did, that was it, he looked a bit like a tramp. <laughs> and then, one of the names mentioned, didn't even pull on a Jill shirt, but it just summed up the whole club <laughs> yeah. at a, at the time. Do you remember Nick Bull's article about that day? Yeah, and that was the infamous Bonds and Gala, <laughs> who we signed. It was a big deal. Yeah, we signed a centre-back. Brilliant, that's what we need. About an hour later. Oh, by the way, he can't play. Yeah, because he's, he's, already, played. Balls. he's already played for two other teams. So, yeah. So, just summing up the charade of this team so far, <laughs> we've got... <laughs> a goalkeeper in goal that played three times, a right back that isn't a right back, <laughs> a left back is all right. Well, I don't know. No, he's not all right. That's why he's in this team. No, but then our centre back pairing is Bonds and Gala, <laughs> who never. Be interesting at the end of it is to work out the total combined appearances of his team. Yeah, that sounds something that Matt would be good at. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll text Matt and get yeah. him to sort that for us. <laughs> Well, we know that so far, Bonzingala didn't God, play yeah. in forecast play three times. Um, so Bonzingala uh, is partnered at the back with Josh Pask. Hmm. Would you have had Gowland in there? Well, I would, but I'm, it's me screaming this season with an experienced centre-back. Gowland would be that centre-back <laughs> between them, maybe. So we didn't discuss formations before, did we? We just went with the standard four four two. Well, I just thought, yeah, four four two's the way forward, really. I thought, you know, it's the worst team. Just stick with four four two. Stick with what you know. Josh Pask Wimbledon away from oh. a corner. Referee telling him, "No, you can't do that. He did it again. I'll blow him. Give him a penalty." Five seconds later, oh look, he got a penalty. Well, you weren't bloody warned, you idiot. We mentioned that game so many times. It's a bad day. <laughs> And Matt sums it up quite well <laughs> as well with the um, Rory Donnelly yeah. uh, didn't have a shirt, did he? I mean, uh, was it through mud at the home fans, yeah. wasn't it? 
Bradley that guy off injured. Yeah, obviously and the, the Josh Pascal. Max Swing crashed over the other Wayne Haxwell, like he had that laptop. What was he doing playing fucking Doom? <laughs> <laughs> and then it pissed it down when we got out. Yeah, best bit about that was getting in the car, wasn't it? Yeah. Horrible day. We took your mate that day, didn't we? Charlie. Charlie boy came along, yeah. Yeah. Never again. No. <laughs> Funny enough, that game put him off. Yeah. Shocked. Right. The right wing position. This is probably the one that we struggled with the most. one of the fewest options. Yeah, there was only six options. Um, so you had Jermaine McGlashan, who... I thought it was a little bit harsh. Yeah. One that I mentioned, Mark Marshall. Yeah, he infuriated me and you, didn't he? Yeah. It was just too many... It was Ronaldo. Too many step-overs before actually delivering the ball in the box, or by the time he stepped over it that many times, he couldn't deliver the ball in the box. Um, Barry Cogan. Yeah, I remember him coming in with a bit of big hype, and I think he scored one goal for us. I can't even remember that. Uh, and then you also had Dennis Ollie, which... I think it's one of my options, Ollie. Yeah, I think you said Ollie, didn't you? Take that League 2 season out of it, and I mean, he played as a striker a lot of that League 1 season, mm. and he was absolute dobo. He's like a throwback, isn't he, Dennis Ollie? <laughs> My, my best memory of Dennis Ollie is him celebrating scoring. I think it was against Stockport Home when it was snowing. And he just oh, like, he threw himself into a pile of it? snow. Yeah, I thought, well, better. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other options were Jamie Peters. That was yours, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know if that was mine or someone you else. Mentioned I don't know Peters if someone else said that. And Tyrone Berry. Who... That was one of mine. And then he actually ended in a tie between Berry and Kogan. So we get to choose which one of them. So who do you want to um, go with? Barry, I think, was only on a short-term deal. Only played a handful of games, so I think Kogan was with us for about 18 months. So that was 18 months of shite. So, <laughs> so me, I would go with Kogan. What, what do you think? I mean, I'm happy to go with Kogan. To be fair, I don't really remember too much about either of them. <laughs> I think he's still playing, I think, in non-league. Who, Barry Kogan? Yeah. Who for? Well, I can tell you, I'll have football manager later. <laughs> right, so Barry Kogan gets... Um, I'll vote them into the team. That gets mine, yeah. Playing in front of Oli Muldoon. <laughs> oh, people were getting quite serious about this team on on the Facebook. They were, yeah. Yeah, like oh, they didn't play there. Like this is harsh. This doesn't make any sense. It's not meant to. Have you not listened to the pod? <laughs> Does any of this make sense? No. You once asked me how much Steve Evans weighed, like. No, we're not a serious podcast. No, we're not. We do it just for the hell of it and the fun. Yeah. And like to look back at the more infamous moments. <laughs> we leave the serious stuff to Matt. Yeah, Matt can talk about the positives and we'll just dress it up and say, oh, do you remember Connor Ogilvy in 1718? <laughs> right, left wing. There's a few names here that I've totally forgot about, by the way, including Matt's choice of Billy King. Which, yeah, it was recent, but I totally <laughs> forgot the name Billy King. Billy King, you know, I think it was uh, one of your boys had a program and it was like guess the player and it was like pixeled out. And I couldn't work it out. And that went, that's Billy King. And I went, who the fuck's that? And he went, he's been on our bench for the last three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he played 45 minutes, didn't he? Yeah, I can't, I can't even remember. I'm sure he started a home game and he went off at half-time. Because there was a few signs during that period, wasn't there, that just yeah. didn't really... I think one of them may be coming up later on. Yeah, possibly, and we we get to that in a minute. Um, another name that I'd totally forgot about was Jesse Starkey. Played uh, 45 minutes against Scunthorpe, if I remember right. Peter Taylor signed him, wasn't it? Yeah. He left us and went to play for someone in non-league. Yeah. I feel like the team's name began with W. Worthing? Could be right with Worthing. Um, and then, who else? There's a few names that were mentioned that I thought was a bit harsh. Did list come up on that? Mm, no, I don't yeah. believe so. I thought I saw someone mention list and I thought that had been harsh. Oh, maybe they did and I forgot to include it. Maybe you just didn't get enough votes. Yeah, I don't, don't think he would have. Won the left back no. slot anyway. Um, yeah, Danny Galbraith was mentioned, which I thought was a bit harsh. And didn't really play, did he? When he did, he was sent to me. Mm. 
Matt Bodkin. Remember the days of Matt Bodkin? I, I remember thinking Matt Bodkin might be the saviour because we were kids at the time. Yeah. I remember thinking, well, why isn't this guy playing? He's always on the bloody team sheet. He's always on the back of the programme. He played a few games and he wasn't very good. But I think he's still playing. He was at Mason up until last season or the season before. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few players that you think, you know, they was good, they was bad. And then you like you remember your age at the time and like you probably Our opinions, yeah, were yeah. probably totally off. Yeah, you probably don't appreciate football as well as we did back then that we do now and understand the game probably well that much I don't know about us <laughs> <laughs> right so um, the left wing slot then again another player that never played for us Boz he never played oh Ricky yeah, the, Holmes. Yeah, the man I thought was going to be the saviour. Yeah. Ricky Holmes. I was absolutely so excited, buzzing when yeah. we signed him. And then it was initially... It'd be, yeah. He should be back just before the end of the yeah. season. Which we thought, well, why, why did we sign him then? So then after a few weeks, it was like, well, he's not going to play for us. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Great management. So, yeah, that's two players we've got in our team so far that didn't feature at all. I mean, Ricky Holmes... I mean, Bonds and Gala was never actually registered, was he? Ricky Holmes registered for about six months. We were paying him and he never made... Well, actually, Bonds and Gala was registered, wasn't he? Yeah, but he shouldn't have been. No. But... We didn't read the small print. Yeah. I mean, he could easily have just been like, no, I've signed a contract. I'll just sit here. I'll sit here, but he actually agreed to tear it up, didn't he? To be fair to him, because, you know, if you're guaranteed a wage each month... Yeah. And the He'd have been well within his rights. Yeah, exactly. Around. So I think it was our mistake, not his. Yeah. So Ricky Holmes won that one. Ricky Holmes won the left wing. One slot of the biggest disappointments over Jesse Starkey and Harry Cornick. Harry Cornick, who I again I thought was a right winger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just make it up as we go. <laughs> None of this makes sense. I mean, <laughs> a quasi Adusi was mentioned. Yeah. And he was a striker, wasn't he? I remember him playing a handful of games. I yeah. don't even remember him playing. I remember him... He was tiny. Yeah, I remember him always being in the programme because it's the season I first started going. But I feel like he was one of them youngsters that got released and then came back a couple of years later and was still a youngster and barely played. Didn't he have a weird squad number, like 37 as well yeah. or something like that? Yeah. yeah. I vaguely remember that. I remember like, the back of his shirt thinking, Jesus Christ, imagine getting that name printed on your back. Well, I still remember, and we've gone past... Um, that slot, but he got mentioned earlier on. That Anthony Scaramazzino. Yeah, always Some, remember that. But someone actually got his name printed on the back of a shirt because I remember seeing yes. it in the rain. Yeah, yeah, they did. No idea why. Yeah, I don't think he even played a friendly for us. He was think... on loan for the season, never once played. Yeah, he's another one that didn't play. We're a weird club, aren't we? <laughs> we do this a lot, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and then. Moving on to central midfield. So the first name that I think we both mentioned when we was just discussing potential... The Ginger Pele, not Stuart Lewis. That wasn't the first one. No. We mentioned another centre midfielder before Didn't that. We? Stuart Fergood. Oh, I was thinking um, Stevie Lomas. Yeah, so they're, they're the two that we thought of straight away. Um, also mentioned Oli Muldoon. Ollie Muldoon's also the backup goalkeeper, the striker. <laughs> He's the utility player of the yeah. team. Um, Stanley Abora. I said someone on Facebook, I sh- might be imagining it, but I'm sure we played a game at home under Hess and Abora might have only played two games for us. And Hess come out after the game and said, the reason he's struggling is because he's too good for our team. Like, no, he's not, he's crap. <laughs> He went on to play for Notts County, I think, after us. I think at Pompey for a little while. And then another two that I mentioned to you in our chat, Aman Linganzi and Usise. Yeah. Um, Cissé just seems to have an attitude problem, doesn't he? Yeah, seems to be the case. Linganzi um, always looked like he should be a good player, but injuries just not got the better of him. Did I mention Bruce Kango in that one? No, he was on one of the wings that he got mentioned. Just because he had a funny name, really. <laughs> uh, also mentioned was uh, Matt's best mate, Emmanuel Sadebi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the only 
player that's left us to join a reality TV programme, Jamie O'Hara. Yeah, he's one I said to you about. Yeah. Again, he's... though, like Angola, he could have sat and taken his money. Yeah, because Dave Miller put something on the Facebook yeah. post about it, didn't he? And he, he mentioned... Because um, I imagine he would have been on bloody good money. Yeah, without a doubt. And then a few hot, well, a few borderline. Sorry, just uh, Stuart Ferngood. Yeah. It wasn't him that Stimson come out and said, like, oh, he's going to be the main man, he's this, he's that, best central midfielder at the club. He wasn't. No. Well, he wasn't very good at all. He was signed from non league, and I think it was probably two leagues too high for him, weren't it? Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. But another player signed by um, Stimson from non-league was Adam Miller, who got mentioned, which... Absolute I, Marmite player. Yeah, they? I was just about to say Marmite, because I, I loved him. I thought he... I thought that season when he shaved his head, he was really good. <laughs> what? Because what? <laughs> I always remember having like, long curly hair, yeah, like yeah, Wolf yeah. from Gladiators, who's also played for us in a reserve game. He should have been nominated. <laughs> Two thousands um, though, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and then uh, he shaved his head one season. I think he was captain, and he was really good that season. Uh, he, I just liked him because he was a good flair player. I can understand why fans probably got the ump because he probably did give the ball away. But for me, it was someone. Well, at least that, he was trying. Yeah, tried to make something happen rather than a safe option <coughs> like Fergood. Was he a safe option? Well, can you remember? No, but you know <laughs> he he played like. He didn't play CDM as such, did he? But he was one of their midfielders where it should have been giving the ball and he pass it to someone that can play. He, he should have been a number 10, but I think at the time we didn't play like that. I don't think it was very fashionable. Is Stuart Fergood? Oh, what about Miller? Oh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Fergood should have been one of them. Yeah, that just literally... Because I've, like, I've heard other people like Robbie Savage sat for he'd just win the ball and pass it to someone that can play, basically. The amount of podcasts that you listen to and they're like... Savage, just give it to someone else. Give it to someone who can play. <laughs> Other names that I thought were harsh mentioned. Doug Loft. Yeah, had a bit of ability, but had a bad temper as well. Mm, I thought it was a bit harsh. I mean, considering we're saying the worst, and then like we're discussing players like Fergood and that, and you know, Doug Loft was captain, he played a lot of games. Jake Hessenthaler was mentioned. Oh, no. That's disgraceful. He, he didn't live up to his dad's height, but that's no mean feat, you know? Before we get on to strikers in a minute, but there was a post, I think before we even started doing this team on the Facebook page about Tom Eaves, where someone on Facebook said... Oh, I said to you... That he was, was overrated. Fishing. He must have been. He's put a few more questionable uh, posts up, hasn't he? It's fair to say not a lot of people agreed with him. No. No. So, Boz... Do you know who the midfield partnership is in our team? I'm hoping Lomas is in there because he was atrocious. The midfield two is Steve Lomas and Stuart Fergood. Okay. So that's probably the position that we both agree yeah. on so far out of all the names mentioned. I mean, that's a very hot-headed central midfield. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Lomas. I remember Not his debut away at Chelton. Yeah, but in pre-season... He looked decent, didn't he? I think it was against Millwall or someone. We do this, so, don't we? We watch players in pre-season, I think they're going to be brilliant. German scored a, a hat-trick <laughs> against Paris. We thought German was going to be our top goal scorer. Yeah. <laughs> he gets a mention later on as well, doesn't he? <laughs> Seamless, was because we're on to the oh, strikers are we now. now yeah. um, 15 names mentioned. and Well, one of them was, uh, well, even before we started this, we said this, he's just definitely going to be I think there. if you ask anyone who is the worst player to ever play for Jules it would be one name and one name only yeah that's what he's going to say well he's got a knack of uh, searching his own name on Twitter so do we give him the dignity of doing that but he can't search his name on Twitter on a podcast can he okay alright well it's Mark McCammon Mark McCammon <laughs> who uh, if I'm right Jules bigged it up on the website for about three weeks there's a big signing coming Everyone was really excited, and then it was Mark McCammon with a handful of goals in 100 odd appearances. Mm. And the best I saw of him was when he played centre back um, for about 10 minutes at Wickham away because Mark Bentley had gone off injured. And I thought, you know what, if he played centre back, he'd be alright. 
because he could hit the ball. One of my, do you remember the home game? He came running on as a sub and he tripped over. No. Oh, God, I remember laughing like loudly, just like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? And um, he was he was lucky that he was partnered with Jackson because he would have been slayed even more than he actually was. Yeah. He, he just wasn't great, was he? And then he wasn't great coupled with everything that happened after. And I think that's probably... I think that's tipped it over the edge. But without that, he would still be in my worst 11. Just absolutely awful. Like, honestly, I don't know where to start. Where do you start? Just, he wasn't good at all. <laughs> I remember we played Morecambe at home, and I think we won 5 0. And then. Uh, yeah, you were, yeah. Nicky Southall, I think he lobbed the keeper, didn't he? Yeah. And McCammon was like chasing the kit on it, and I was screaming, Don't you touch it! <laughs> That's how much I didn't like him, so I wanted Southall to score. To be fair, he didn't touch it. He didn't, he listened. He didn't do what David Nugent done on his one and only England, <laughs> where he nicked the foes goal yeah. from. On the line, well, I mean, if you're going to do it, if you're going to nick a goal, that's the time to do it. To be fair, if you're playing for England for the first time and there's a chance for you to you get a goal, it, you're going to take it. Um, anyway, back to our worst strikers. So, <laughs> how long have we got to talk about these potential partners? Well, I mean, there's a lot of names, so if we want to just run through just any ones that stick out, whether, the, yeah. whether we think they're harsh or names you forgot. I mean, Paul Shields was one that came to my head when we was discussing it Steve along with Hislop, Steve Hislop um, both signed during the Neil Cooper era yeah um, along with he a, didn't sign any good players did he no again goes back to Tony Bullock Duncan Jupp I think Cooper I signed think him Mark as well. Bentley was probably the one <laughs> yeah that's a long Jesus that's a long list of names that is right um, shall we shall we say each name. We won't go through everyone, but we just we name some of them. Um, Emmanuel Thomas, I thought was a bit harsh. Yeah, had ability, just a crap attitude. Connor Wilkinson, probably, probably you can similar. put him under that bracket. Yeah. Baz Savage. Oh, was, I love Baz Savage. I mean, he could moonwalk, and that was it. I, I used to just laugh because he used to be sitting on the pitch, and you just see him. The game be going on. He'd be in the middle of the pitch, just looking around, like looking up at the floodlight. So I used to think he was like a moth, like he'd be drawn to the light. <laughs> James Walker. That was one of mine. Rachel never heard of, and I explained he played about three times for us, and I think they was all the way from home. And I think well. we lost them all. Um, one of them was one we went to. Brentford, Brentford away when yeah. Chesney was in goal. Yeah, yeah lost four 0 Western scored against us. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have known that. Um, Liam Nash was another one us. Yeah, I'm not surprised he got mentioned. Come with a lot of hype. Sort of believed his own hype, and then didn't prove it, did he? Gary Wales was a weird one for me. Because Played about four games. Yeah. Scored a goal against Coventry with that random man hugged me. And we already lost a game. I don't remember that. Yeah. That was back when we used to sit in the Medway stand. Shabazz Bahidu. Yeah, I remember the name. <laughs> <laughs> Good champ manager player. Convicted murderer Gavin Grant. Yeah, well, <laughs> this team. <laughs> um, George's Bar. Yeah, great name. Darius Henderson, I thought, was a very, harsh. a very harsh one. He was very good for us when he came back from Sweden, wasn't he? There's Mark McCammon. <laughs> there he is, with 99% of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's not voted was Mark McCammon, who voted for Mikel and Johnny. <laughs> David Graham. Yeah, he was, he was pants. I had a lot of hopes for him. Antonio German. I've already mentioned yeah. Rowan Vaughan was another one I mentioned to you yeah I think he appears later on in this list um, Chris Dixon I thought was harsh considering very good the first time around second time around wasn't awful just didn't live up to that first time uh, I think second time around he weren't great was he he scored once but yeah that the first time he got like 10 and 9 or something yeah, stupid yeah, like that didn't he because he was another one I'd never heard of and he'd come in and just he Turned our season around almost that year. Mm. Flipped the form book. There's a few names before our time that were mentioned, like Christian Lee, Rodney Rowe, James Pinnock, who a few people put on the Facebook group that he was quite possibly one of the worst players <laughs> ever as well. I think he'd come on loan from Leeds, someone said, but um, that was before our time, so we can't comment too much on that. Um, Neil Harris, 
I thought we'd done a job for us, to be yeah. fair. Again, he played. I think he played up top with Byfield one season, and we weren't very yeah. good. Tommy Johnson. Yeah. You don't like him? No, do I really don't. I don't know why. Just awful player. <laughs> Joe Quigley. Yeah, he had half of a game against Southend, didn't he? Um, Joe Quigley has been around more Kent clubs than you did on your bike ride. <laughs> like he has played for just about every Kent club going. Maybe you get a move for Sheffield. I was going to say, he? he's got to be on for a Sheffield move soon. Yeah. Is he back in the Football League with someone? I thought... Didn't he sign for someone at the start of the season, the Football uh, League? There was, someone, there was someone that he signed for. Yo, is it Yeovil that he signed oh, for? It might be Yeovil. I think <laughs> another striker coming up, is it Yeovil as well? Who we signed uh, two seasons ago, Reese Murphy. Reese Murphy, yeah. He was with that lot of signings that we mentioned earlier on with um, I forgot his name already Billy King Billy King Graham Burke Graham Burke who else was Lopez was alright Frank Musa oh yeah Frank Musa we signed two or three years too late yeah there's a few other names that we signed but yeah none of them really worked did they some of these names are just screaming Franny Collin for me <coughs> I only I played a handful of yeah, games. I don't remember. Scored on his debut, I think. Hartley Ballway. Yeah, playing too much. Gary Mulligan. I thought yeah, I liked. He's a workhorse. Yeah, I used to say he was our dirt count, which is probably a bit harsh on dirt count. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moses Ashkey Coat. I don't even know. Moses Ashkey Cody, I think he's also been uh, done for stabbing someone. Yeah. What a team we've got. <laughs> Rowan Vine, who. I totally forgot about Jacob Erskine. I remember he had big fires and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Ex Bromley, I think. I think you're right, yeah. I'm pretty sure, didn't we see him score? Did he score a hat trick in a reserve game that we went yes, to? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember that. Um, Andrew White, I don't really remember. I know he signed when Stefan yeah. played, didn't he? But I think White only got a look in towards the end of the season when there was nothing to play for and he was shite. Adam Birchall, I thought. Was a harsh nomination. Yeah, just you know, again, we never got the best out of him, did we? The injury done him. Gilan Ndumbu Sungu. Dave. Dave. Um, yeah, he wasn't great, was he? Again, he was a bit of a miss. Like, he'd score a couple of goals and then wouldn't score for seven or eight games. Um, Craig Fagan was a name I'd, I'd just totally... He'd slipped my mind. I think he one goal for us. He scored against MK Dons away, didn't yeah. he? Is that the only time he scored? I believe so. That's sure Peter Taylor's time as well. Um, Steve Claridge, he played a handful played of games. one game. That was one. I can even was tell you one? which game it was. Brentford? No. Bournemouth. Bournemouth? I'm sure it's I'm sure he played more than that. I'm going to Google it after this. I'm telling you, I'm sure it's one. No, I think you need to Google it now. You can't leave people hanging. Right, like okay. Sorry if the audio goes a bit funny. I'm now moving my Hang phone. On, do you want me to look on my... Tablet. I'm already on it, don't worry. Steve. I spell. L. <laughs> I Steve he Claridge. I thought he played against Brentford. Wikipedia, this might take a while. Yeah, he had a quite, quite a few clubs to say the least. Gillingham, one game, see? Oh, fair enough. And I'm telling you now, it was at home to Bournemouth because he hit the post and they had a player called Brian Stocks playing for him and I asked if he was related to you. No, he's not. I did follow his career just for... You did? Oh, you followed him on Twitter, didn't you, for ages? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe. Yeah, Claridge only played the one. And there was a pub around the corner from Russell Royal. And there is his signed shirt in there, isn't there? Was there? Yeah. Do you know, if you've not been in the Royal for a while, and it might be different now, it's been refurbed, but a couple of years ago, a signed Steve Claridge Jill shirt was in there. There you go. Very random. Brandon Hanlon? Bit harsh. Yeah, I mean... Just because of the way he left. Yeah. Um, Dennis Ollie got a mention again. Ollie Muldoon in there? No, he's no. not. Lee Matthews. Or maybe he's the one from Leeds that was rubbish. I can't remember. There was. I feel the, like Pinnock was one of ours. Matthews, I don't know. Oh, maybe Matthews. Because someone said there was one that came online from Leeds that was terrible. I thought it was Pinnock, but it might have been that Matthews instead. Um, and Leroy Griffiths. Yeah, good around the changer, isn't he? <laughs> Always had to be having a good laugh in the warm-up. Yeah, he loved the warm-up, didn't he? Loved the crossbar challenge, wasn't it? <laughs> he 
you love celebrating like in the warm up. And I still I still remember that goal he scored against Forest. Was it really scrappy? No, he. Oh no, no, it was a good finish actually. Yeah. I don't know if it was a good finish. I wouldn't say it's like a... I think he blasted He just it. laced it, didn't he, yeah. pretty much. And I think that's probably what made it the best. He was literally brought in. I think Stinson said he was brought in to boost morale, basically. He wasn't brought in to play. <laughs> and he'd come from... Um, I don't think it was Farrak. It was some really... Apologies for the uh, little break there. It seems Anchor has cut us off because we've gone on for too long. Yeah. Um, so I've Googled it now. Leroy Griffiths, we signed from Lewis... There we go. There we go. That's that's what caused it, we think. <laughs> well, we've it stopped at fifty nine fifty nine and we thought that we'd done pods longer than that before, but I can't maybe I don't know. We've, we've gone forty and fifty minutes. Yeah, so apologies as to how this now turns out. If, if we can add to it we will, if not this might just be a small second part. Yeah, because we're pretty much near the end, ironically as well. We've just got the manager to go, but because we had too much serious chat at the beginning. Yeah. Bastards. Yeah. I mean, credit to anyone that's persevered to this point. I mean, just go for an hour listening to us. I think yeah. it's worth it, though. It brings back <laughs> lots of nostalgia of all the wrong kinds. For all the wrong reasons. Yeah. So, Leroy Griffiths, we found out, is from Lewis. Yeah. So, obviously, we put the vote out there. Um, and in the knockout stages, Mark McCammon was winning. We just sent him through. Pretty much every stage, semi-final that he was in, he got 75% of the vote. <laughs> and it left five strikers left. And obviously on Twitter, you can only do a poll for four. So we put him straight through to the final because most people would say him anyway. <laughs> and his strike partner is Steve Hislop. Yeah, I've got to go along with that donkey he was. Never scored for us, did he? No, never looked like scoring. So, in the appearances that you want Matt to work out, do we also want him to work out goals as well? How many goals well, do you he, think? He did do that when he likes all that. Steve Hislop got none. Not going to be many. <laughs> McCammon. I would think McCammon got six or seven. Okay. So Maybe. For good, he wouldn't have got any. No. L- Lomas wouldn't have got any. No. Uh, Kogan, you said he scored. I think he got one. Ricky Holmes never played. <laughs> Ollie Muldoon. Uh, no, if you count in the uh, friendly game when he scored a belter. Ollie Muldoon wouldn't have scored. Bonzingala didn't play played. a minute. Uh, Craig Armstrong, I think. I did don't he score? know. Mm, that's a maybe. And then who did we partner in with? Josh Pask. He scored, didn't he? He scored an own goal, I think. I he may he scored. have scored one goal for us. He won't take him that long to work out the goals. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how poor his team is. McCammon's going to be the top goal scorer, and I don't think he got anywhere near double figures. Hmm. He must. Who's the highest appearance maker? That would be McCammon as well, wouldn't it? Uh, I would say it probably is. I think you're probably right. Who was on the wings? Oh, Holmes and Kogan. I don't know, Kogan was in and out regularly for a couple of seasons. It'd be tight between him and McCammon, I think. Who would your captain be of that? Well, I mean, captain material's got to be Lomas, isn't it? Lead by example, get sent off on your debut. Yeah, that's a good shout. And the manager, who's going to lead this? There was only one option for me. The only manager that has ever made me not want to go to football. Oh, you was very angry, actually. Yeah, he brought back a lot of angry memories and Mr. A.D. Pennock. Don't remember him as a player because it was a little bit before our time. I remember a lot of good things about him as a player, but as a manager, he was totally, totally out of his depth. The decisions, the subs, the team selections, uh, Bradley Dack at DM... Josh Parker at left wing back. Tactical mm. bingo, weren't it? Yeah, it was not good. To me, that was the only option. I, I understand people mention Neil Cooper as well. Yeah, um, that was my choice, Neil <clears throat> Cooper. But Neil Cooper, I was still kind of interested in going. I had no interest under Pennock. Yeah, but you was younger as well, weren't you? You still had that naivety yeah, about Yeah, I was probably yeah. still excited just to be getting out of your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, others mentioned Peter Taylor during his... Second, second spell, third, yeah. fourth, fifth, sixth spell. I'm sure there'll be another one any day now. Yeah. 
Um, Stan Turnham, which I thought bit harsh. was a bit harsh. Well, if you'd have come in a couple of weeks earlier, we'd have stayed up. Uh, Steve Lovell, again, mm, so bit harsh. harsh. Um, Ronnie Jepson got a mention, which Ronnie Jepson, yeah, he, I don't know about that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he we was, seemed to be a solid mid table team, albeit in League One under him. Yeah, and then one that don't. <coughs> One that don't surprise me that got mentions was Mark Stimson, which is a bit of a weird one, really, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah. he got us up, but then I still maintain that season afterward, because in <clears throat> League One, it was brilliant, like, At from home, a home yeah. perspective. It seemed to get older, it was really good. I think in the country, we had, like, one of the best home records. I think it was, like, seventh overall. What, what done it for me was, like, towards the end of that relegation season, like, we come away... We were so bad. Like, we didn't even look like scoring. And then he has a cheat to come over and clap the fans after not winning a single away game all season. Not even looking like scoring a, a goal. But yeah, that rubbed a lot of fans out the wrong way. Yeah. Was you there on that fight today? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I couldn't get it. I was at work. I couldn't um, it was, get it off. I was doing shit. The only time... I know I, I, I read things turn nasty under Pennock and that, but that day... There was a lot of fans gunning for Stimson. But he came over towards the fans and I think he probably stopped short of coming towards the too close yeah. to a seating area because people were really going for him. Well, Boz, you got your choice. The man that got chosen to lead or not lead this team as yeah. maybe is AD Pennock. Yeah. They were great times. I mean, knowing his team's fit, and Tommy Forecast is probably playing to the DM. I mean, it, it Muldoon's kind of... Muldoon's probably playing in goal. I mean, it kind of sums it up then if Muldoon is in this team having <laughs> not featured and, in that position. And Gala's in there. Yeah. Who signed in Gala? Oh, I don't know. I don't think it was Justin. That was the biggest thing with Pennock as well because at the time we thought it probably was right to get rid of Edinburgh, but then the wrong man. they replaced him with... Uh, it was Hannah. not good, like, going towards the end of the season, we thought we were down. The, the last game was Stroke staying up. Northampton. And then the following season, you want to give him a chance, but it just never happened. And one good thing he did do was bring Tom Eves in. Yes. Yes. Ah, oh, fun times. Yeah, so one last rundown. We've got Tommy forecasting goal. Ollie Muldoon at right back. <laughs> Craig Armstrong at left back. Centre backs of Bonzingala. And Josh Pask, was it? Yep. Right midfield, we chose Barry Coven. Left midfield reserve, Ricky Holmes. Uh, midfield partnership of Steve Lomas and Stuart, Stuart Fergood. And then strikers, the obvious of Mr. McCammon. And Steve Hislop. And they are led by AD Pennock. On that note, if you've made it this far, thanks, because to us this has been, we're now 10 past 11 at night, um, it's been a crap year, hopefully next year will be better, Merry Christmas really, <laughs> stay safe and all that. Brilliant, nice positive yeah. message to, to end on, yeah. I hope you all have a good festive period and make the most of what you can and enjoy yet another day of staying indoors basically. Well according to what I've read today. You're now allowed to go to your families on Christmas Day. But, we're, but don't go to your family. But yeah, You're allowed, and, but don't. And we're pretty sure we're going to be in a third lockdown straight after. So, yeah. so you know, here's to 2021. <laughs> Up the Jills. Up the Jills. Have a good Christmas. Goodbye. <laughs>